What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and I am here once again with a brand new episode for you guys and a brand new guest today. It is comedian BJ Rankin. BJ is a comedian in the Santa Cruz scene. He runs a uh, monthly showcase, uh, co-produces a monthly showcase at uh, 11th Hour Coffee. Uh, That's the first Saturday of the month, I believe. Uh, Tickets can be found on Eventbrite for that. Also helps run a weekly show at Rosie McCann's on Monday nights at 8 o'clock. And uh, it was fun to sit down with him, and we actually were at Rosie's for this uh, to do a recording. And uh, we talk a lot about how he got into comedy, um, talk a lot about movies, uh, talk a lot about movies in this one. Um, so sorry if there's anything spoiled for you about some new movies that are out right now. Uh, I just, you know, we just we were talking about them for a little bit. So uh, yeah, just spoiler alert if you're somebody that cares about that. Um, yeah, you can uh, follow BJ on Twitter at BJ the Comedian. Um, and if you have mutual friends with him on Facebook, he might add you as a friend, he said. So, <laughs> uh, do me a favor and follow the podcast on Instagram at I'm getting there pod, all one word. I'll make sure to tag him in this episode when it comes out. And if you could hit the link in the bio, subscribe to the podcast. I think I'm on every platform that you could listen to a podcast on these days. And uh, make sure if that you're on if you're on Apple or Spotify that you rate the podcast, uh, leave a review. Um, any and all feedback is appreciated. Also, uh, when you hit that link in the bio, make sure to hit that YouTube link. I post a lot of the podcast clips on my YouTube channel as well. So if you want to go watch video clips from each episode, you can do that as well on YouTube. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube. I have some stand-up clips on there as well. I'm trying to post a little bit more of those um, on YouTube also and coming up this week i have shows i think every single night this week it's pretty exciting um tonight monday night i'm gonna be in santa cruz at rosie mccann's and at abbott square um tomorrow night i'm going up with my buddy xander to do a show in oakland and the guest spot on a show in oakland will be fun wednesday night i'm in half moon bay on iris benson's uh show uh thursday night may 4th Summer Comedy Series in Templeton with me, Dave, and Nina G going down there with them. That's going to be exciting. Uh, and coming up this month on May 20th, I have the Bricks and Beer Comedy Night again. Uh, I've got a great lineup for that one. I'll be posting about that soon. And then next week, May 11th, is the Woodhouse Blending and Brewing Show. And I have Sebastian Wong, Kathy Guest, Mac Ruiz, and headliner Jeff Applebaum on that one. The show starts at 730. That's a free show at Woodhouse in Santa Cruz. So come by if you're hanging out down there. Uh, and then, yeah, dude. Uh, um, thank you for any and all support of the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Uh, like the videos, comment on the videos, share the clips. I hope you guys enjoy this episode with DJ. in it dude we're good let me just dude yeah what do you think of this this is uh this is get some of this big pillow (laughs) i like this big pillow dude yeah i don't know if you can tell but uh i don't know if you can tell people but we're you could hear the probably the clanking of glasses dude it is pretty busy outside right now it really is i had a hard time finding parking actually i made it i got a i got a street spot i was like oh dang oh I put the quarters in the machine really quick. I was like, Dude, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is awesome. I uh, It's like so busy outside and so nice, and yet we found a corner or space that is nice and, and quiet and empty. And occasionally I'm sure we'll get some uh, weird people walking by but and giving us weird looks. But <laughs> And we'll, we'll yell at them. Yeah. Certainly. Um, well... So- Dude, uh, for people that don't know you, um, well, I actually have a funny story about the first time that I ever met you or even saw you. Um, it was in Marina, where I live now. Oh, okay. And uh, it was at this bar that no longer exists, and they were doing a comedy show, but I happened to think that it was an open mic. And it's funny now to think back on who I w- <laughs> It was Gene Yee. And oh, it was okay. You, and it was Harag, and I think it was somebody else. I think it was James. 
It might have been James. I think it was James. Yeah, that was. I remember that show. Damn, yeah. that was a that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, wow. dude. And so I showed up and thought it was an open mic, and I walked right up to Jean, and I had didn't know Jean at all, and I went, "Hey, where's the sign up list at?" And she just kind of gave me like the, "What are you? This isn't a <laughs> this isn't a open mic." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was." And then I stayed for the whole show though, because I was like, "I want right, to know right, who these yeah. people are." And uh, yeah, you were rocking the Hawaiian shirt, classic. That's right. Yeah, had the mustache back then, dude. Oh yeah, I was. Um, uh, I was doing my <laughs> yeah, what Miami Vice look. What yeah. happened to the mustache, dude? Uh, I just cycle through facial hairs, man. Like <laughs> I contemplated it before I shaved my uh, my beard recently, but I decided against it. It's been a while though. That was like that must have been like 2018 or something. I think. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that, that was, was a while ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nice. Which is funny to think about. Like you were, I think you were still. Like, you were coming to here, I think. This was, like, happening on Wednesdays at that time. I yeah, I think I was still a co-producer back then. I've actually, I've been, uh, for those of you who don't know, we're at Rosie McCann's. Oh, yeah, we're at. Uh, it's a weekly uh, showcase that happens every Monday night in downtown Santa Cruz at Rosie McCann's. Uh, we're co-producers on the show. Um, it's a very fun, it's a very fun time. Uh, it's a great, like, it's a great Monday night um, activity to do in Santa Cruz. I feel like yeah, super good vibe, um, excellent food, and uh, oh yeah, the food here. The comics are always hilarious. So the food here check it out. Uh, yeah. It's it's totally free. So uh, we hope to see you there one day. Yeah, it's uh, you can get check it out on Eventbrite, and also there's flyers I think all over the venue when you come in. You can see it. So yeah, it starts at eight every Monday, like you said. Um, but yeah, you were. It's just yeah, I just think about like. You're one of the people, and I remember seeing you again when I started coming to Santa Cruz. I started going to the, started going to the Poet and the Patriot. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a good one. I re- actually, I think the first time I remember meeting you, uh, I I don't remember that show. What was the name of that bar that uh, that uh, wasn't an open mic that like Harag and Gene Yee were at? Uh, Mortimer's. Mortimer's, yeah. It was, um, I remember seeing you around uh, uh, Bocce's Cellar okay. back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that with uh, yeah. Rolling with, uh, who was that guy? Was that was his name Alex? Um, at the time, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, that that's who I was kind of. A long time ago. I was kind of rolling with then, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but that's so, dude, yeah, The it's been so, so much has happened. Like, that's what I was trying to, that's what I was going to bring up is that, I feel like you're one of the people that, one of the handful of people that have been like consistently in the Santa Cruz, like comedy community. Like when I come to shows, when I come to mics, like I'm expecting to see you and like a handful of other people for sure. Like always, you know. And yeah. So it's it's just been cool to like, um, you know, to like get to know each other through just like, because I feel like I always see you. We're always hanging out, chatting like outside of, uh, like on the side of like doing a. Mm-hmm. a mic or a show or something it's like and it's like just always brief like little conversations you know like we'll talk about like we both love fraser we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah um and you know just other random bullshit we see online like um like when did you when did you start like what did you, how did you start doing comedy uh, i started doing comedy um i actually don't remember the specific day but it was uh either uh late august or early july 2015 um and actually my first uh mic ever was the poet and the patriot which was a bar that went out of business in santa cruz but it was it was a really good open mic um and yeah i i had been like it was it was something that i've always been meaning to do for like a really long time and it just took me a long time to get the courage to finally go up and do it and once i started um i've been doing it uh pretty consistently um every every week i try to do uh as many shows as i can and i've uh, been doing it consistently since then uh minus a couple of years for the pandemic yeah i was gonna i was gonna say the covid kind of really just i mean yeah everybody knows yeah that's not something <laughs> what what are you what are you talking about yeah did something <laughs> happen <laughs> uh 
No, uh, did you do you remember like uh, the the first time you went up with the poet? Do you remember like if it was like if it was a good crowd or if it was just kind of like a? Oh. I'd say my first set. Well, <laughs> I didn't I didn't do the full five minutes. I thought I had five minutes. I had about three. Okay. Uh, I did like as far as first sets go. I was highly okay. Like, I didn't eat shit, but I didn't do great. So. I don't, if I if I had done extremely badly, I don't know if I would have come back. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, at least if I could get them to laugh like at like a third of the jokes that I have, mm-hmm. uh, then I'll keep doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to get started too. Like, well, did you? I was gonna ask you like when you started because you always have like takes that I'm like, what the? How did he? Where like I you are like a you're where you're thinking of like what's funny versus like in myself like I feel like you're on this whole other you're in this other world like you're in like this whole other place of you know ideas like where you was that kind of like where you when you when you started where you kind of already trying to have like obscure ideas or were you more of just like did it that was that kind of become your like lane? um when I first started I was doing more like quick one-liners um uh and not so much like the kind of the longer material that i do right now um and i just kind of like once i started getting jokes that were like kind of uh like consistent that did well with the audience then i just kind of built off from there um but in terms of my material um if you've probably nobody on your who listens to your podcast has heard me perform before but i do a lot of material on like (laughs) on aliens and uh ancient egypt and (laughs) (laughs) uh ghosts and heaven and hell and uh god being bisexual and um (laughs) that's why when people ask me like what kind of jokes do you do i'm like i don't know man (laughs) like i think about weird stuff all the time and i just want to put it out there like yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's uh I, I like to say it sounds douchey as hell but it's like my jokes are conceptual like <laughs> i do concepts you know i don't like afterlife so and, is that like you thinking con or you're thinking in a concept then like when you're coming up with that is it like you're like thinking like this big picture idea and then you try to find the detail within um yeah i just try to find like i think of uh i like to uh, actually, the thing that I like to talk the most about are things that like people kind of, people believe in, but like kind of like X Files sort of stuff, where it's like people will either be like on one side of the issue or the other, or it's like, oh, do people believe ghosts exist? Do people believe aliens exist? And um, I'm like, I I think all that sort of stuff is like very is the fascinating. Earth flat? Yes, exactly, stuff like that, <laughs> exactly. Where um, uh, stuff that, like, maybe people, like, are kind of 50-50 on. Like, half the audience probably does believe in ghosts, half doesn't. Um, I, myself, am very fascinated with that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's, like, I'd say I'm skeptical on most of it. Um, I probably come down on the, like, non-believer side, but I'm, like, kind of, it's like X-Files, where it's like, I want to believe, you know? Like, it's interesting to me um have you had an experience that's made you believe unfortunately no no yeah it's one of those things where it's like oh dude like i like you wish you i wish i had i wish i had i would totally be super into it if it did but i've never had i can't say i've had any experience i've had one where Mm -hmm. i can't explain it and that's kind of the only thing that i can say about it really Mm -hmm. uh and it was at like an ex-girlfriend's house in college they thought that that house was haunted. Like, I think that the pe- people that lived there before them, like, told mm-hmm. them that it was. And so there was, like, this weird, like, it was, there was weird energy, like, in the basement and stuff. Oh, I gotcha. And there was one night that I was, like, taking a shower, and I got out of the bathroom, and I had to go from the bathroom to her room, and it was dark in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I opened the door, and I I thought one of their, because their, her roommates had pets, and she had a cat, and I thought one of the animals was laying in the hallway, because mm-hmm. I could see, like, this like dark something on the ground but i and all the lights were off and so i kind of like edged past 
like, oh, maybe they're sleeping. So I edged past mm-hmm. and turned the hallway light on, and there was nothing in the fucking hallway. Oh, shit. Okay. And All right. that's the only thing I've ever, like, and it fucking freaked me out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only time I've ever experienced something like okay. that. And I think it might have been just, like, maybe I was seeing, like, a shadow in my eyes or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, a reflection of light. Like, you know how when you're in the dark sometimes your your eyes can, like, play yeah. tricks on you a little bit? I think that's probably what was happening. But still, mm. yeah, I was like, with the fact that they said that the the people before them told them the house was haunted. Yeah. And then that happened. I was like, yo, dude, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not like, I couldn't go in that basement by myself when I was mm. at that place. Because it I was had, fucking weird. I kind of get that. I know. <laughs> I, I had something like, I, like I said, I haven't seen anything that's made me believe. I just want um, <laughs> I guess the closest thing I have to that is when I was a kid. Um, my house that I grew up in had like a grandma unit in the back, um, that for whatever reason, I didn't like to ever be in there alone when I was little. Um, I never saw anything. I just never, I just got like a bad vibe from there. Mm -hmm. And then like later I found out that actually, um, uh, the guy's mom used to live in that grandma unit, like back before my family lived there and she had actually passed away in that house. And like, I didn't Uh, know that growing up. So maybe, I guess that's the closest thing, but I don't know. I'd need, I never saw like an old lady, like just chilling in the window or anything. Yeah. So I guess that's the closest thing I got, but, uh, I'm just making sure we're still recording here. Oh, no worries. Sorry about that. All right, no worries. No, I just uh, just didn't record any of that. So let's just like do no, that whole thing. No, we did. It. Yeah, that's that, that's what I was afraid of. You know, like uh, I I was it actually happened to me doing this mm-hmm. once. It just didn't. It was like a weird thing where you have to plug it in before you press play. Oh you yeah, can't press play and then you try to plug it in after. Mm. I didn't know that, and so we sat and oh, had all kinds of fun. And then, <laughs> and then after the fact, it's like, oh, I, and I felt like such an idiot. I was like, oh man, I feel terrible right you now. Had to dub <laughs> it over like a like kung fu movie after the fact. <laughs> they were okay with just like doing another like basically forty minutes of uh, recording, and I was like, you're an you're an angel. Like I can't even. <laughs> it's like my worst. Fear oh, I'm glad is... that didn't happen. Yeah, I know. I, I get the fear for sure. <laughs> Although it is fun, like it's. It's like you do, you want to be afraid, but also you're like, this isn't the only reason that I'm like, you also, it's like a double edge where you're like, this is the only reason I'm coming to ask you to do this. You know, it's like, I do want to sit down and have a conversation. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it would suck to, to set all this up and have it be just lost and, and then have you just hold a microphone for nothing and be like, well, thank you for chatting with me. <laughs> <laughs> good talk. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny, man. Uh, did you, did you have a good 420? Yeah, was, uh, um, famously the uh, the anniversary of ancient aliens. Oh, the, oh, the dude with the hands. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you believe it? that came out? That shit came out on 420. Did it really? <laughs> yeah, I think no it was like 2010 or something. Yeah, dude. Dude, that guy's a legend. Like. History Channel knows what they're doing. <laughs> they're super on top of it. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine funny. being that guy like at the uh, at the like pr- producer's office? It's like, hey, man. Can we put this out? Can on? we put this out? It's like, I know what day we're going to do it, That's the only guys. thing that you care about. Like, you're like, <laughs> they're talking about, like, they're showing you, like, the, the edit and everything. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. Um, when is it getting released, though? You know, like, <laughs> I want to, I need to make sure that it's getting released in the right we time. Got, we have to put it in the right time slot so we know people are <laughs> going to be into it. <laughs> yeah, at, it's like if you put it on at four o'clock, so that it, like it, when people yeah. are smoking, it's like exactly his face. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> well, they're like flipping through channels at like four twenty, like looking for something to watch, and it's like, yeah. how, did aliens impregnate the Virgin Mary? <laughs> Was Jesus half alien? They're like, okay, like. I feel like they should on 420. They should shift like all the daytime TV, like all the Maury and the Jerry Springer. Like shift it so it plays like kind of in the evening primetime slots because that's like that's that's honestly some of the best shit to watch when you're high as fuck. <laughs> like Jerry Springer when you're hot. Like I can't. I it's so hard for me to connect with the people when I'm stoned that it just becomes like it becomes just totally absurd. I can't even. Does Jerry Springer still even exist? Is that still a thing? I sometimes I'll just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Break out the the greatest hits. Uh, yeah, I'll go yeah. through like, uh, like <laughs> top. 
15. Like, I remember watching that year. like when I was in elementary school. Just being oh, yeah. like, oh, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maury was like uh, more of like what my family would watch. Cause it's like the, is Maury the one where it's like, oh, are you the father? Yeah, is that it? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the shit. <laughs> yeah. It's peak Americana right there, man. And then like Family Feud. and Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Family Feud is a cr- is crazy to me because Steve Harvey will just like blatantly, like without saying it, be like, "This person's a fucking idiot." Like they, they'll just, like, <laughs> just they'll, they'll just say what stare, we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah. They'll just, they'll just <laughs> stares at these people. He's like, "Did you hear what they just said? Are you fucking kidding me?" Like that his, that job is amazing. Like he just he just gets to rip into like these. Fa- and it's like your family. It's your family. Yeah. yeah it's not like <laughs> just roasting not, like yeah, your aunt. Like you're, it's, not, it's not like you're just with your homies and he like somebody says something dumb and then Harvey like rips on you and all your homies are like ah. It's like you're you like the, the people you turn if he makes fun of you you got you're turning to like your mother and father <laughs> and they're laughing with Steve like you fucking loser and you're like what the hell and then and then they what say a, your answer and it's just a red X and you're like I. This like that's probably some. There's trauma that comes from family feud. <laughs> it's hundred percent, dude. Freaking like people don't come to Thanksgiving because they were on that show. It's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. I went. And, I went to the theater the other day. They were playing Big Lebowski. Oh, really? It was the 25th anniversary. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. So I got to see Lebowski on the big screen, and I was like, "This is That's sick." Right. Yeah. I saw it on the big screen uh, here in Santa Cruz a while ago. Nice. It was one of the midnight releases. Oh hell yeah, dude. dude! It's so good. Like that movie is so funny. It's one of the movies that I would call one of the few movies I would call a perfect movie. Yeah, I think it's perfect. I think there's no part of that movie that isn't great. Like it's just all the way always, through. Yeah, you keep keeps like the story keeps twisting and turning, and then right when you think the dude is like they got him, he like flips it on. It yeah. feels like he kind of flips, and it then on ultimately them. it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> then nothing and then happens. He's just like, like, oh, whatever. Almost made a bunch of money. Like it's, <laughs> it's like he almost has it every. It's like, yeah, so, it's so funny to me too that every time he gets like when he's in his tub. Oh, dude, where the <laughs> when the Germans like roll through, yeah. <laughs> One of the like, yeah, that's one of the last great slapstick bits, honestly, with the freaking weasel. <laughs> Yeah, that movie. What a good. what a wild movie! It was. It's just like fresh yeah, in my see, mind. like seeing it on on the big screen, even better. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's uh, recommended if you ever get the opportunity. Yeah, Lebowski's great. Um, uh, I uh, have you been to the movies recently? Have you saw anything? Have you seen anything? Uh, actually, I saw the Dungeons and Dragons. Dude, movie. I just I saw that too. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was um, it was pretty it, funny. It was a straight comedy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect it to be a comedy actually, and I was like, okay, like right from the beginning. Yeah, when they. When they go out the window with the dude, yeah, right. Uh, so that that whole I was like, that was hilarious. And yeah, it, the movie starts. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, I've, it made me realize, like, man, I haven't seen like a straight up comedy mm-hmm. in a while. At least, one, like, yeah, I, I don't think I have. What's, I think, like, what's the last name, comedy uh, I saw in theaters was uh, what we do in the shadows, which was like almost ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. Like they're they they don't make that many comedies anymore. You're, you're right. They yeah, don't, or they they don't put them in the theater. Like, yeah, they just go straight to Netflix or something. Yeah, I was know? gonna say that's like a there's like an original sitcom movie or something from. Yeah, it was but um it was really funny. Uh, what's her name? Kilgore, I think. What's her name? Uh, like the which actress? Oh, I forget her name. She's from Fast and Furious. Oh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, her she crushed it. Is great, and then like the. My one of my favorite parts is when she rolls up and it's like her ex. Oh it's yeah, like, that's it's right. Like this like half. It's like this yeah, she, he, Bradley she Cooper, but he's like this tall, a hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Pretty great. And then at the end, she sees like she, yeah. she sees another one. <laughs> that that was part so made good. me laugh so hard in the yeah, theater. I just, I, was like, I just liked that they played it so completely straight, and they didn't they didn't make any jokes whole, about it. It was yeah. Olga or Helga or something yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Um, so funny though. Yeah, her character was great. It was, it was really good. Um, actually, my favorite character because they completely played it straight was um the paladin the dude that was like the knight that mm. helps him like halfway through the movie and then leaves like yeah and he's totally of, yeah and he's, he's totally, totally serious, serious. <laughs> yeah 
dude, the I feel like that's yes. the thing that uh, I, I gravitate towards. That is just like complete deadpan. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they just—it's the the situation that's silly. Like you don't need to react to it uh, in a silly way. It's just everything about it is already kind of dumb. And if you just like pretend like there's nothing dumb about it, it just kind of makes it funnier. So it's a uh, a lot like. Uh, Leslie Nielsen in the uh, Naked Gun movies, where like he himself, he himself is silly, is, is not silly. He's he's serious, but everything mm-hmm. else happening around him is ridiculous. And the more serious yeah. that he gets in that, yeah. the funnier it is. Yes, exactly. That's Dude, uh, Naked Gun, like those. Oh man, I guess that's kind of the way that I do comedy. Like, um, I'm glad what, that I was shown those because I we talk about this sometimes. Like, I feel like I was pretty sheltered as a kid, mm-hmm. and I just. There's a lot of stuff that I've missed that, like, I will, like, just no, have no reference for. And I was even kind of nervous about doing this with you today because I was like, man, there's going to if there's some stuff that he brings up, I feel like I'm just going to have <laughs> to I'm not going to be able to, like, go along with it. Like, I can kind of get away sometimes with, like, not letting people know too much about what I don't know. You know, I was like, nervous. <laughs> so, like, man, he's going to pull some deep reference today. And then I'm going to be like, uh, what is that, BJ? <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm, like I said, I've. I've I haven't really kept up with movies that much recently, so I'm actually way out of the loop on most stuff. I haven't Have you seen, seen the new John Wick. Oh yeah, I did. That was that Dude, was great. Okay, it was it was cool, but also, did you kind of feel like every line was a catchphrase from him in the new one? Um, like that's I felt like every I don't, time he spoke. I guess uh, it, maybe I'm just like used to it by now. Is like okay, he's a bad actor, like. What are you gonna do, man? Like, we at that point they'd built up enough goodwill over over the course of the first three movies that I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> we all know why we're here. Like, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's, I guess that's a good point. What about what about, like? And and I liked that. This is like, I'm not gonna spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I like that it's the last one. Yeah. I think they like they made a wise decision to just call it. Yeah, it'd be it like, like if it if it pulled like a Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't thing. Yeah, it's one of those things where you just need to know when to end it, and I think mm-hmm. they they made the right call. And a lot of yeah. I mean, like some of those action sequences were, I think some of the best ones in the entire Dude, franchise. The overheads, yeah, shots yeah. When he's walking through with the gun, and you can like it felt like you were in a video game. Yeah, that was, have you ever played uh, Hotline Miami? Uh, no, no, it's it's literally that where it's okay. like your overhead just completely top-down perspective uh, and it's it looks exactly like that um so that was awesome and then they all and speaking of video games they also had a frogger sequence in the around the arc de triomphe oh when he's moving yeah yeah when he's going through traffic like dude yeah yeah i think that like after they did that there's like okay like we we've done everything there's nowhere to go like end it we're we're done and I, i respect that i respect that about the fourth movie uh you did check beat it the out. Shit yeah. out of those guys with nunchucks. That was pretty wild. <laughs> that just, was great. Did that? Yeah, the nunchuck scene was cool. You've uh, seen all the other ones, right? Yeah, and I also this one. I think I might have told you this. It felt like it could have been the replacements too. I have not seen the replacements. So no way. No. Wow. See, look, you know wow. shit that I haven't that I, just, I haven't seen. I know, right? The replacements like, with Keanu Reeves, where he plays football. Oh, Shane the, Falcon. Oh, damn! I've, I I have seen that one. Okay. Like probably on it's, TV, it's like a OG long one. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Okay, I have seen so that. It's, okay. That's, this is so, this is the way. Like the guy in John Wick. That's like. I'm gonna. Okay, he, sorry, oh, you we're think, gonna spoil the movie. I don't fucking care. I, it's my podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but please catch the next one. Yeah. But uh, the guy that he's like the the marquee or whatever looks like Joe Burrow from the Bengals, kind of. Oh God! And so it felt like <laughs> Shane Falco is is competing with Joe Burrow for the starting spot on the on the fucking whatever team they are in the in that movie, the Senators or whatever. And then all the other people felt like characters in like from the replacements that were like players on the team. And then what's his name? The dude, the hotel manager, felt like the head coach. It was really like I was watching it the whole time, just going, "Dude, this is the replacement." This is the replacement. This is exactly the replacement. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like this is the sequel. It's like replacements two. Like that's the one where they get like a they get like a sumo wrestler to be like their defensive lineman. Yeah, rips. It's such an OG. And their uh, their kicker is a rugby guy or a football guy. Some crazy guy. Yeah, like 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like wow. That's a deep cut. Too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big market for uh, football comedies back in the day. I guess that was it's, the thing. Isn't that funny? There was like sport comedy movies for like a good while. Like, yeah. and they don't exist anymore. They were yeah. Like, comedy like barely a, exists anymore. That's at least true. in movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, that is very true. Like even in yeah, like I think the theory that I've heard is that they don't do comedies so much anymore because foreign markets are like such a huge part of like movie profits now and like comedy especially like comedy dialogue doesn't translate to it doesn't translate as well into other languages that actually makes a lot of Uh, sense uh, that's that's what i've heard it kind of makes sense um when you think about movies just being like that's why like action and sci-fi are so popular right now because it's like the visual spectacle spectacle, yeah Yeah. Yeah. dude yeah exactly wow that's yeah. a really good point. And there, uh, <laughs> and I saw like when I saw uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, there's another Fast and Furious movie coming out. Oh my, dude, do that! The- I can't <laughs> believe. Like I was, I was so watching, bad. I was watching it, and I was like, didn't this? I mean, I've okay, I've, <laughs> I've seen the first. It's like Aquaman versus Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the first. The first one, and Too Fast, Too Furious, and then Tokyo Drift. So I've seen the first three. Mm. I guess and then I was like, yeah, yeah that's, where I, that's where I kind of fell off. I kind of, I, I just I enjoy if watching. A person, that's where you fall off. <laughs> <Yeah>. those movies. <laughs> that's like the trajectory. If no. you're still watching them. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I enjoy seeing the previews like every couple of years mm-hmm. just to see like how insane it's gotten. Like, I like seeing it with no context, just being like, okay, like they're fighting a submarine now. Like, yeah the rock is like kicking a torpedo like what is magnet plane yeah what's going on (laughs) like this used to be about drag racing right the first one was the first one was about paul walker infiltrating (laughs) like like an illegal yeah yeah it was he was paul walker was like an undercover cop infiltrating a undercover street drag racing gang (laughs) and then like every new preview that comes out it's like they're getting shot at by like attack helicopters and like. I feel like <laughs> what's going on? What like the Transformers movies and those are gonna like cross over? I think. Oh, they have point. to at some point. They, I think they have to. They now. have to because they're so close. Yeah, it's, it's like they're they're converging like on the same it's like, like Pepsi be, and Coke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're the same thing. Well, yeah. well, one one sci-fi and the other one's like slightly well, less you sci-fi. See, you saw probably saw the preview for the new Transformers as well. Yeah, with uh, the Beast Wars. Yeah, they're like there's like it's like a a mech King Kong. Yeah, yeah. Which that's weird to me because like he's the whole Dude, I idea. See King Kong fight that thing. <laughs> that's gotta be a movie. There is a movie where King <laughs> Kong fights a uh, robot. Ki- no like way. King, uh, King Kong. It's uh, uh I want to say King Kong. Oh, jeez. I can't remember it off the top. It's, a, it's an old Japanese movie, uh, okay. and King Kong fights a a robot King Kong. It's it's really good, actually. It's a it's a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, if if you're into the whole like guys in like rubber suits like oh, okay. digging it like out, OG, it's, uh, no, it's yeah. OG. It's pretty. Okay. It's fun though. Those um, effects sometimes when you're high are like the best. Oh, dude, I I prefer them over CG <laughs> like 100. percent I would rather like that was my. Uh, main gripe with like like those the, old war movies bro where like uh, <laughs> like the the model truck is like on yeah it, you can tell that it's just a like they're zoomed up on this little like paper mache bullshit that like explodes yeah. Yeah. oh i love all that that's Dude, that's yeah. that's my fucking jam i love that <laughs> like those but sick. like i was saying with a uh, beast wars like like it's a robot like the reason the transformers transform is so they could disguise themselves right yeah and he's just like like it's a you could it's a robot gorilla like you could tell it's a robot like what's what does it transform into like yeah like why is he transforming <laughs> does it just transform into like an off-road like a highlander no no he's <laughs> he transforms into like a more humanoid robot oh really yeah and then he just goes from that to a gorilla to a robot looking gorilla because in the original cartoon they so it's like the hulk but it's a transformer yeah so sort of in the original cartoon, they that looked makes... like the animals they transformed into. Like that—that that was their disguise, it's like right? Power Rangers, though, isn't it? it really is. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Dude, they're really just is... without the without the pilots. It's yeah. just them. Like, uh, dude, it's like Zord without the <laughs> dude. Yeah, Those, speaking uh, of Power Rangers, uh, I don't know if I'll see another Transformers movie. I saw like the first two, and I'm like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, the first two were. I, wait, I think I saw the third one where mm. like 
Um, it's not really. I think it's still still Shia LaBeouf in it, but it's but he's like. Wait. No, that's not. I think, I think I Shia LaBeouf was in. I think he was in the first three. Yeah, I think I saw the first three. Because yeah. the third one has. I dipped out after the second one. Yeah, the third one was like. The fourth one was with Mark Mark Wahlberg, and that's when I was like, I don't. What are we doing now? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. The, yeah. You ever seen The Happening? No. It's his. Is that like opus. a horror film? It's a. It's a M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, so it's. Oh wait, I think it is. That, it is in theory supposed to be a horror is movie. Is that the one he's oh. in where everybody kind of like like kills themselves? Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's worth checking. Like get. Smoke a lot of weed and Fuse watch Mark it. Mark Wahlberg staring off into the distance. It's yeah, like a third of that movie. <laughs> yeah, just just watch it with some friends. It's it's. Uh, uh, I won't say it's good, but it's a good time. Actually, it's not good. It's a it's a terrible movie, but it's a really fun, terrible movie to watch. So it's pretty great, though. Like it's there's a scene. I'm gonna spoil one scene, and there are many other great scenes. There's a scene where they watch like cell phone footage. Like it, there's. Uh, mystery where everybody is just killing themselves for no reason. You don't know why at first. And there's a scene where they're watching, like, I think they're watching the news, and it's some dude, like, feeding his own arms to lions. <laughs> and they're, like, biting his arms off. <laughs> it's, it's so good, dude. You have to watch it. It's uh, it's pretty wild. <laughs> that is, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, and Mark Wahlberg probably gives the greatest performance of his entire acting career. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, something to behold. That's saying something too. I mean, <laughs> what? A, yeah, he's in. It's better than the, the uh, Departed, <laughs> by far. Dude, yeah, you forget he's in the Departed. That's right. Yeah, because there's just so many other better actors. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> he does really all right is. in the Departed. But yeah, I think Scorsese was like, I literally need the most Bostonian guy that we can find. And Jeremy Renner wasn't exactly Jeremy there. Jeremy Renner wasn't there, and uh, they probably <laughs> didn't have the budget for uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> Although he was in that. Was he in The Departed? Yeah. So Leonardo DiCaprio and... Wait, yeah, it's Matt Damon, Leo, Jack Nicholson. Was Matt Damon in it? Oh, yeah, he was. Holy yeah, shit. He gets his head blown, or no, he... He's in the elevator when Leonardo Yeah, that's gets right. I totally forgot that he was in that. Oh, I guess they were like, "Oh, dude, we need all the most Yeah. We need all the most Bostonian <laughs> guys that we could find. We need to put them in this movie." <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, I need to watch that movie again. I totally forgot that he was in that. Damn. Yeah, I just <clears throat> That's right. That's totally right. And then he gets whacked at the by by Mark Wahlberg. Just blown clean yeah, off. Dude, that's uh that's so he's in the elevator and like he thinks he's gonna die. Like Leonardo has him, he's, and then just bam. Yeah. That's such a good. Oh man, that part of that movie is so good. Fantastic flick. Did you know that Martin Scorsese makes good movies? I did know that. <laughs> Except for his his uh, wasn't a fan of that too much of the Irishman. I, d- I never saw it. Um, actually, it looked. Oh Well, man. I saw actually the reason is I saw the uh, the runtime and I'm like yeah. It'll t- I'm fine. I watched it in pieces. <laughs> it looks so long. What gets me is like the face edits. Have you seen that? Did you look up any clips of it at all? No, actually. Uh, if we had my computer, I would show you. But the they like de-age Pacino and uh, De Niro and Joe Pesci. Uh, like, and it's I don't know how like I feel weird. about that. It's it's like it's, whatever happened to just casting a younger actor to. Right, they used yeah. to do that. Like the Godfather Part Two, they and was we always cast, just yeah. followed that storyline. We were yeah. never like, "That's a different person." No one ever got hung up on. Yeah, that. nobody ever got hung up on. It. It's like, like, oh, we need to de-age them. Like, like Indiana Jones when it's River Phoenix and then it's Harrison Ford. Yeah, not like that's not River Phoenix. Like, yeah, it's not. It's we're like, actually we speaking of that. There's they they released the trailer for the new Indiana Jones. Which dude, I'm excited for. Really? Oh, dude. I mean, I'm, I don't know about that, man. Uh, I'm, I'm such a fan, dude. I'm so, I'm so, well, I am too, but I saw <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and I'm like, that movie made me kind of sad, but I still liked it just because I was like, I could see this where they're taking like the Shia, like storyline with Shia, but also, oh, man. Yeah. It, I don't know. I hope that it's not too obvious with, with her, I hope that they like. I don't know. I don't even know what to expect from the preview. It looks cool, but it also <coughs> it also looks like a lot of um a lot of CGI Harrison Ford. Yeah, it's, I'm worried. Uh, I'm yeah. very concerned. They should have brought back 
uh, short round because dude, that, that yes. dude, like he's That's, blowing up. That like, he won a, he just won an Oscar. That would have been so great because they they, yeah. they should have done like a passing of the passing baton. Of the torch would have been like, great. Yeah, that would have been great. Like him and Shia take it on. Yeah, um, that would have been a great like yeah. And but just, it's just Harrison doesn't want that. You've seen that he doesn't. There's like the who's gonna play Indiana Jones after you die, and he's like Nobody. no one, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. I no, mean, I mean it's you want it to be him. Uh, do there need to be it's more gonna Indiana Jones we're gonna movies? Be, yeah, we're going to see an Indiana we're Jones remake. Indi- we're going to see an Indiana where it's the first movie. It's yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark again with a new guy. With a new guy, and then it's going to be. If it's Chris Pratt, I'll be very annoyed. I will be too. I, I will be super annoyed if it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> Well, I hate that Chris Pratt's and everything. Like, what is it about Chris Pratt that everybody fucking can't get enough of? Like, no, I don't dislike Chris he's Pratt. He's just the. He's the. I don't dislike him. I think he's. I think he's fine. And I think like as uh, well, Star Lord, he's great. But like, what is it about him that he has to be in literally every movie that comes out? Like, why is he in Jurassic Park? <laughs> like, well, I think what? he's like the. He's like just generic enough, and he's like funny. You know, he's kind of right. like he kind of is like a young, like Harrison filled those roles at the time that yeah. he's filling now, which makes it doesn't make sense. But also, there's other people like there's like we just watched Dungeon and Dragons, like Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris great. Pine. Yeah, he's great. great. Like yeah. he could be. I could see him playing that. Yeah, like or, he uh, could be. Like he could be. I could see him being a Han Solo. You know, like. uh yeah, you know, he's he, already uh, in Star Trek. Like mm-hmm. he already does the space yeah, adventure true, stuff. Yeah, true, yeah. yeah. But the, the, yeah, I don't. You you have a good point. Chris Pratt is like the guy that I think they just kind of. It's like the most likable, you know. Yeah, so he's they, just, they just throw. It's like on the top everything. of every single like casting just list. Just like Tom like, Cruise, oh, dude. Tom yeah. Cruise, Brad Pitt, all those guys. They're yeah. just like the likable guy. It's like they end up being in the face of. Which is kind of annoying. I think that's like a, a thing that they did to Elvis, and then they've just copy pasted ever since just put they did in. that with Elvis. Yeah, they just... were like, "Oh, where? Who's the next guy that kind of is like El? Because Elvis sells the yeah. most. Probably those movies. Probably, even though they were ass, like they probably <laughs> like he. You know, they people went and bought him and watched him, and it's like they made money off of him for it. So that's just a model mm-hmm. that they continue to use. But then there's also like really great movies coming out right now that. Like you don't really. I love a movie where you don't really know the actors. They're kind of like lesser known. Oh yeah, I feel and it's that. Kind of like the, it's you can get more into the story without like once some, once somebody's in enough movies, it's kind of like the, it, it's too much. It's like yeah, like you you're just thinking about the other movies they were in, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a brand at that point. Like yes, for like that the actor, rock. yeah, like yeah. the Rock, like you. So he's gonna beat guys with yeah some he's gonna weird yeah weapon. he's gonna yeah. he's gonna wear a tank top in a jungle and yes <laughs> and then there's gonna be yeah he's gonna beat a bunch of dudes up and then maybe uh, what's his face he's uh, have comedic the, relief who's, who's that who's the short guy that he's always in movies with well there was it was Kevin Hart Kevin and Hart it was also yeah. like Sean William Scott and there was a couple other people that he was like oh Sean William Scott the rundown yeah the, the OG yeah. man <laughs> there, well there was a couple was, other movies I think where he had like uh, another guy with them that was like just the comedic like. He did. He was definitely that for the Scorpion King as well. Yes, the cinematic classic, the Scorpion King. Uh, That's another really good bad movie. Oh, recommend that one highly if you have. Imagine, seen it. imagine like, because they made the Scorpion King after the Mummy Two. Yes. So imagine, Mummy Two. That's all they get of you is that terrible That's dog true. shit <laughs> animation of you as yeah, the Scorpion King, right? And then this movie comes out. Almost have no chance. Like here, yeah. like, the preview was cool, <laughs> but I was like, "Dude, this is gonna fucking suck." Like I right off the bat, like you see the preview for it in like the Mummy Two, I think, and you're like, "You're like, okay, okay." This movie looks fucking. <laughs> this, this and then is you weird. see the Scorpion King, and you're like, "Wait, The Rock is just like this. This looks like a PS One game. Like, what am I?" <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> That movie is so good, and then the end of it yeah, is so the, bad. Then they put the worst special effects. It's crazy as, that as it's, it's honestly villain, crazy yeah. that that movie is so fucking awesome. And then that last scene is dog shit. Yeah, well, they have your money by then. They knew that yeah, it didn't matter. That's <laughs> true. Just like, you're so whatever. invested too. You're, yeah. It's... How can you create something like that? Like, the, like how could you like put it on the like on your dailies or whatever? Yeah. It'll just be in the screening room. And you're like, that's fine. Send it. <laughs> just, well, no, but like you know when a movie cool. has like a build up that's just yeah. like. 
it ends up being a dog shit buildup. Right. But in the process of creating it, they're probably like, dude, this is going to be. Oh, dude. It's going to. Everything's going to line up. It's going to hit. And then they put the movie out and it's like, the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? There's probably some special effects team that probably oversold what they could do. They're like, like, oh, dude, like they read the script. It's like, oh, he's going to be like a scorpion centaur man. It's like a bug from the waist down. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we could do that. No problem, man. Like, it's if they could make dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, we could do anything. Because there was a period in movie history. It's a very funny period in movie history. It was uh, it was right after Jurassic Park came out where everybody (laughs) was just got a little bit too big for their britches where Jurassic Park came out and they were like, like it blew the lid wide open on what you could do with CG. And like everybody's like, oh, shit, we could do literally anything we could do anything it's amazing like we could we could put anything we want to, <laughs> yeah. to but they didn't realize that like actually the technology wasn't there yet and like it, jurassic park's just good because steven spielberg knows what the fuck he's doing yes it's like you watch movies like that That's... like like uh wild wild west with uh oh dude <laughs> with, yeah uh, will smith oh my god that's another like great one where there's yeah, that where spider at the end <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> There, it was like from 1993 uh, to about like 2005. That movie is such a say. specific like thing for because I remember all the yeah. toys that like Burger King and McDonald's had. When uh, that Will movie Smith dropped. was like for, there and was Will like Smith was huge. There was then. a five year period where Will Smith was like the Independence giant. Day, that movie, yeah. uh, uh, Men in Black. Men in Black, yeah, yeah, dude, like, Men in Black. Men in Black is low-key one of my favorite it's movies fire. of all time. Oh, like, my God. One so and good. two are fire movies. Like, two, not so much. Spe- one is Especially great. one. One is another one I'd be like, okay, that, that movie's basically perfect. Yes. Uh, Dude, yeah, I want to watch Men in Black right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, it's that was also when he was doing uh, the ending credits rap songs for all those movies. Yes. It was, uh, yeah, those movies were fucking good, dude. Well, Wild Wild West. (laughs) Independence Day, too, just like, I watched it the other day. I was at a bar when it was happening. Oh, Oh, dude, you just, oh, I'm so glad you brought this back to me. I was watching it, and you know how, like, the president's in the jet? I just out loud at the bar go, imagine if this was happening in 2023 and fucking Biden was in a jet jet plane (laughs) fighting aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would be like, who would we, who's like the Uncle Buck guy that we call to like fly into the space? It'd be uh, Joe Exotic. Or it's like Marjorie (laughs) It would be the dude from Tiger Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Joe Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene would be the uh, person who knows that the aliens are real. And it's mm. like, oh. Like, in, yeah, the beginning. <laughs> yeah. She, like, lets it happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would want her to be the the guy in the lab that gets, like. Oh, that gets, like, like choked to death. Yeah, by... they, like, use him to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be terrifying. <laughs> her voice but it's all fucking like weird yeah that was uh the guy in the actual movie that was uh brent spiner the guy who was a uh, data <laughs> on, okay. on star trek what a dude that yeah that's that movie's great yeah that was, uh, just there was a there was an excellent period of time where just cg went dude, yeah, we went a little bit too far we went too far what if the mothership's like <clears throat> just rolls over us like that they did uh, like, that <laughs> what would you what would you like? What would you do though? Like, if we were just chilling right now, and then it got really dark, <laughs> there was just a, like an alien mothership Yo. parked over us. Like BJ, what is that? You're like, um, well, in the movie, we're just nothing really happens. <laughs> they just kind of threaten us. So and they we'll build the the chill. pyramids for us, man. Yeah, they don't talk about how like those clouding the sun like that would just fuck up so much shit for us, and all those cities like that, dude. Like yeah. major areas, like no actually the sunlight. the another movie that had like a similar uh, visual was District Nine. Yeah, it's like just a, just imagine like Yo, District Nine is because they weren't even there to attack; they were just like homeless. It's kind of <laughs> like more. I feel like District yeah. Nine's like kind of like more honest representation of what would happen. Almost, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a really good movie. Um, I heard they're actually making a sequel to it, which is no way. interesting because that movie came out so long ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, 
that was a weird i mean it was it was so cool it was so cool because that's the movie that i always go to where one of my problems with uh, hollywood nowadays uh is like i don't understand why movies have to be so expensive yeah like why like district nine costs 30 million dollars to make like movies nowadays like bit like the Avenger movies, I think the last one that came out was like three hundred million dollars to make. Not Jeez. even counting like marketing. Like probably like well, Robert Downey Jr.'s like paycheck from that movie was probably more than the entire like production of District Nine. Wow. <laughs> like that's so wild to think about. Well they You're, some of that stuff they film in like green screen rooms. That it's like the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing is green screen. Yeah, like, and then they are able to render it once they film it to then go. I was like actually mm-hmm. listening to something like where they can film it in 3D, go in, add all this fucking green screen or whatever, and then get like a rendering of what it would look like and then play it back as if they could. So then they can like adjust. In yeah, like time. see it in camera. I yeah. think they first... I think the first movie to really do that was uh, the first Avatar, where you could like see the digital environment oh. through the camera, um, and that's, that's what they do now. That's so crazy to me. Just it's like... crazy, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a I'm a like a tactile like set dude. Like I like seeing sets and costumes and like real physical objects. Yeah, like that's. Uh, so everything good? Yeah, I'm just making sure. Sorry, keep. keep oh talking. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I just don't want this shit to. We brought it up a little bit earlier. Like, I'm into um, old uh, Japanese monster movies. Yeah. Um, and want to see like, you posting about on Facebook? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I won't shut the fuck up about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, it's it it doesn't look real, you know. Like, you know, they work with the budget they had and whatever. Yeah. But it, I'd. I appreciate it more that it's a prop. Like the, pr- I know it's a prop, but I know it's a physical object, and in that sense, mm-hmm. it looks more real to me. You know you, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? You're appreciating like, what they're able to achieve. Yeah, and it looked like a guy in a suit. Look, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not real, but it's like real, right? Like it's yeah. an actual thing, a physical, tangible, tan- like object that you could touch mm-hmm. and that are actually interacting with the other s- things on set, where. CG, like, to me, it, the, I could always tell. Like, to me, uh, it, it just looks like a cartoon uh, most of the time. That's why, like, a, a lot of the newer, like, Transformers and stuff, like a lot of those action sequences where I'm just like, it's just CGI. It's a cartoon. Like, all the action that's happening is a cartoon. Um, there's no, like... They're not blowing real things up on the set, like, and I, I could kind of just see through it. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't grab me in the same way. Like, not saying that it's always bad. Like, um, stuff like uh, Lord of the Rings. Like, everybody goes to Gollum, but like, Gollum is an amazing example of like a completely CG character that they did so well. But yeah. that's because, like, he was one of the few only CG things. And they, like, put a lot of attention onto it and had, like, a really great performance. To make it blend. Yeah. Yeah. Though they, they kind of used the, the CG more sparingly. And, it, like, same thing with uh, Jurassic Park where it was, like, for some of the shots, the, the dinosaurs were uh, completely CG. But then, like, the next shot could be, like, a life-size animatronic. And it, like, kind of tricks your brain where you're, like, yeah. you have that continuity from, like, uh, animated creature to the tactile prop and it kind of like staples them together in your brain mm-hmm. where it's like okay like it, it goes a long way I think that movies would be greatly improved if they kind of went back to that you know like yeah. some some shots like if they have like a like a close up of like Optimus Prime's face or whatever and it's like an actual if they were to get out, like, like an actual full head of yeah his, like a full head that, that could, could like move around in. and stuff and then yeah. like when they do the like reverse shot of like whoever talking to him and then it's a cg thing like then it'd be the sort same sort of thing where like it puts the images together in your brain and i think like just using cg for literally everything 
I don't know. I guess it works well, for most uh, people, but not not for me. When I what I'm hearing right now, and what I think you're making a great point that you're making is that you can see the difficulty behind the shot that was able to be created because it's a physical thing, and you can kind of understand in your mind how that physical thing is created for the shot. That and also, um, there's just like you, no matter how good you are, you could never make CG look perfect like like there's just ways that like light reacts off of one physical objects like you can always kind of tell you know mm -hmm. like and uh like no matter what you do uh like it'd be it'd be it's easier to fool the audience into like buying it if you also have that like physical component as well you know what i mean i mean you or you just have to try like real hard like uh go a golem route yeah and i think Mm. i think too like when you if you like grew up watching like stuff that's a little more like like the actual physical thing being used in the mm-hmm. movie like you can appreciate that and then also there's like an whole added element that goes after the movie comes out of those physical things being like you know all like going around and people seeing them and mm-hmm. like taking a picture with the actual and then being able to like have an attachment to the actual thing connect it to to like you you can't connect to something that is a computer generated image that yeah. looks so almost real that it kind of like you're left even you're not even left like being able to enjoy the story, but just kind of going, whoa, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, man. actually, that's a that's a good point that you made. Um, another good example is um, like the the older Star Wars movies where yeah. all those all those ships like those iconic ships were uh, actual models, little models, little yeah. miniatures that were physical objects mm-hmm. and i feel like i don't know maybe this this is my bias because i'm old but uh like i feel like people are still like those original vehicles are more popular than pretty much anything that's come out in like the six movies since right like can, like can you think yeah. of anything that's like as iconic as the millennium falcon right i mean there's not or or like the guess, x-wing yeah i guess you don't attach yourself to like the shape of the ship as much well there's also there's there's no the new ships in the movies they're just you're right up on them and it's so detailed and everything that you i think immediately disassociate from the fact that it could be a real thing yeah and you, i think well it's you like kind of detach like in like in the in the what is it, the beginning of the third movie revenge of the sith where they're fighting in space and they're oh just yeah like, and it's, it's like so shit crazy. everywhere <laughs> and you can yeah. barely even they're like how, yeah. there was no way they were able to pull that off and it's cool because you're like wow there's no way they'd be able to pull that off like when they did return of the jedi all the far it's kind of far away shots you watch of yeah like the, the and it's just like explosions and random exactly lasers. and you could you you kind of had to the ship had to follow a very specific. It's like yeah. okay, we're gonna zoom in on this model, and like you were so. In and and, was, yeah, and where when it's CG, you could move it around anywhere and do whatever you want. Um, like I said, there, like I said, like a, a hybrid of the of the two would be preferable well, because it doesn't you actually can't appreciate um, it that much. Actually, uh, I think they may have um, done a little bit of model work on rogue one okay i'd have to uh don't don't quote me on that but i think they used a few models for that one um but then again that whole movie was just the classic starships that from the first three so uh they didn't need to come up with anything that new for that movie um but i think there's something to be said just like you know, like miniature miniatures still look good, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I love a good miniature. Oh, I like appreciate it when I see of it. Like a detailed, yeah, like thing, a detailed yeah. physical thing. It's just super, super hard to. What we're talking about right now also so, goes mm-hmm. for cartoons, man. Do you remember like mm-hmm. seeing like the OG like clo- like in in like Ren and Stimpy or in like SpongeBob, uh, mm-hmm. like the close up shots? Oh God, yeah. Where Those... it would be like a zoom in and it would look fucking Literally, wild, like, super detail. gross and weird, yeah. yeah. And then a lot of those were uh, static images with like very little or like animation, but yeah, like, like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of doesn't exist. It's kind of a lost art these yeah. days. Like, um, new stuff is all about keeping the kid like, like what is it? The Coco Melon Show. Do you know about this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, what's that? My, I only know because my uncle's kids and 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 my aunt. But it's like a show that 
these kids and I look like the, I was doing like uh, I was watching some videos and it's like a the, it has like the shortest like the click to the changed of scene and then something's always happening oh so it's on like kind of the um, it's like uh, YouTube YouTuber cuts you know where it's just like. Mm-hmm. So, ah, oh, dude, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that, man. No, like, is, I, I watch stuff like that. I'm like, actually, uh, I wish I, no. I wish I could look it up. I'll have to send yeah. it to you after this. But there's like something. There's like something about that show where like you can only, you're only supposed to have them watch it for a certain amount of time before like, <laughs> it, it drives them insane. Their, yeah, it like fucks up their attention span, their ability to focus on stuff. Yeah, it's so fast. Like you look at a normal cartoon and like the average change the scene for in a side by side of it. I'll send it to you. It's fucking wild. Yeah, that's please do. That's how watching. I'd love to see something yeah. that breaks my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I. I mean, they're they still make good stuff. I'm not going to say it's all bad. like um, yeah. uh, something that I saw kind of recently that I really enjoyed that was animated was uh, the Oh, Arcane. It's the the League of Legends show oh, on Netflix. Good? It's act, well, okay. First off, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I don't okay. give a crap about League I of Legends do. I at all it for a while. Okay. Well, maybe maybe you'll understand. I mean, it, <laughs> it's like, okay. You fucking yeah, loser. freaking <laughs> nerd. <laughs> no, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I I don't know anything about it. Like I would like I aside from the fact that it's a thing that exists that people play. I don't know anything about it. And I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. Like it was, it was very good. Um, I don't know if it's accurate to if there, I don't even know if there's a story in League of Legends. I don't know if it's accurate to it. But if even if it's not, I'd say it's good. Like it's it's very good. There's um, like lore behind all the right. champions and stuff. It's mm. kind of like the and like some champions come from like the same like universes and yeah. So there is like some sort of no. It's it's I extremely guess. well done. Um, Hell and yeah. that's. Actually, a very interesting thing about that show is um, it's primarily CG animated. Um, okay, but it's not like it's not it's it's its own style. Like it's not like a style I've seen before. It's very. Uh, I guess I'd say it kind of looks painted. Like the textures are very uh, painting like. I'd say, and mm. um, there and then it's like League of Legends. So there's like. People oh, casting so spells and stuff, and there's okay. like explosions and so things. Like but the, but the fun thing about that is that, um, so most of it's CG. All the characters and environments are CG, but all the particle effects, like magic and electricity and fire and like dust clouds and stuff, mm-hmm. all that is two D animated. All that is like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like, it, but like Looney Tunes, you know, like drawn out oh, wow. actual. So it's like this really interesting blend of um that is cool. The two art styles and it works really well and the the story is actually very very good. I was actually at like Netflix uh they're a very annoying company business practice wise, but the one thing that they they can do well surprisingly is they can make good video game adaptations. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like like uh, video game adaptations are so bad generally. There's like That is true. Like I think the, the first good one that I ever saw was uh, the Netflix Castlevania. If you haven't seen it, also check that out. It. It's it's <laughs> it, if it had come out when I was like thirteen, going through like my edgy like <laughs> new metal like atheist phase, yeah. like militant atheist phase, it would have been my favorite thing ever. I mean, I really liked it now, like today. But like if it had come out back then. It's, but you would have, I would have been like, oh, dude, like, this is so <laughs> cool. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's like it was written by, like, edgy, like, middle schoolers. But, like, and I mean that as a compliment. Like, I mean that in the best possible way. It's just so, there's so much, like, gore and, so like, cool, dude, it's, it's literally that. It's like, oh, dude, what if, like, in this scene a demon is just, like, eating a baby? <laughs> it's like just like edgy stuff like that it's like just Hell yeah and uh it's it's very it's also extremely like shockingly anti-religious in a way that i'm like i'm surprised this got greenlit like this is so like that's awesome so like i mean like i said if it had come out when i was 13 i would be like this is my freaking jam like this is it's good it's it's not as good as arcane i'd say arcane was much better uh but 
definitely worth checking out. Hell uh, yeah, dude. Well, this, uh, this podcast was sponsored by Netflix. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, I think we just hit an hour, even though it doesn't even feel like it. Oh, dude, it's really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, an hour? It, it is. It is already five. It's five oh thirty. Five thirty. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, well, uh, this has been. I feel like we went all over the place in a good way. Yes. Uh, oh. This is really fun. Tell people where you know they can. If there's anything they can follow online for you, um, if there's stuff, shows coming up that they can go check out, anything <laughs> like that. Um, well, if you're in, local to the Bay Area, I host, or I host and produce. Um, a showcase at Rosie McCann's Hell yeah. uh, every Monday. Uh, that's a really fun time. Please check it out. And then also, I'm a co-producer on a show at 11th Hour Coffee, which is also in downtown Santa Cruz. Um, and that is the first Saturday of every month. And that show is awesome. Go check that out. Yeah, and there, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> that that one cost uh, $10, uh, $10 per ticket. There's an Eventbrite for it. Uh, Hell but yeah. it's definitely worth your money. It's a lot of fun. Um, so if you're around, check it out. Uh, otherwise, uh, my socials. I, I have a Twitter. I barely post to. It's called uh, <laughs> uh, BJ the Comedian. Um, and you could find me on Facebook. But if I don't have mutual friends with you, I, I don't want to know you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to. <laughs> great way to end the show. Yeah, Dude. I'm. Uh, I'm super not with it. <laughs> But thanks thank, for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you so much for it. It was a lot of fun, man. Hell oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now. And head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.